Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome to a special edition of the Jaguar Report podcast. My name is Gus Logue. I'll be going over Jacksonville's first round of the 2023 NFL Draft in just a brief synopsis of the pick. And John Shipley and I will be back sometime next week for a full overview of the draft. But for now, just talking about round one, it, I'm recording this on noon on Friday and still feel a little bit out of breath. The Jaguars made two tradebacks last night, going from the 24th overall pick to the 25th overall pick. The New York Giants traded 25 and 160 overall, which is in the fifth round, as well as 240 overall, which is in the seventh round. And then after that, the Jaguars traded again, this time with the Bills to go back two picks t- from number 25 to number 27. The Bills also gave up number 130 overall in the fourth round. So Jacksonville made two trades and went back three spots in total from 24 to 27. And they also added a fourth, fifth, and seventh round picks to their 2023 selections, bringing their total picks in this draft up to 12 total. And with the 27th overall pick, your Jacksonville Jaguars selected Oklahoma offensive tackle Anton Harrison, who is a junior with two years of starting experience. He's a little bit short for his position, um, but he's got great length, and Harrison is kind of expected to be a great pass protector at the next level. He's going to be 21 for his entire rookie season. And the pick makes a lot of sense based on the availability of Cam Robinson. Our John Shipley asked General Manager Trent Baalke at last week's pre-draft press conference whether Robinson would be ready for the start of training camp after he suffered a season-ending knee injury against Dallas late in last season. And Baalke responded, from a health sto- st- from a health standpoint, yes. And that was pretty weird because... The health was really what John, I assume, was asking about, or what I would have gathered that he was asking about. And so for Baki to respond that he would be ready from a health standpoint, but maybe not from another standpoint, was weird. But then six days after that, and two days ago today, Shipley reported breaking news that Robinson is expected to be suspended by the league for an undisclosed amount of games for violating the league's performance-enhancing drug policy. So, shout-out to Ship for the bomb that he dropped. But this means that Cam Robinson will be out for about six games, most likely, to start the 2023 season. 
and the team does have 2021 third round pick, second round pick, Walker Little. Was it 2021 or? I'm sorry, I'm going to double check myself real quick. All right, how to get that right? It was the 2021 is when Walker Little was selected, 45th overall. And so the team is now going to be going forward with Little and Anton Harrison as it's likely offensive tackles of the future. Robinson has the upcoming suspension, and he also only has two years remaining on his contract. But in 2024, there's zero money guaranteed on his salary for that year. So it seems likely that Harrison is going to start at one of the two tackle positions in 2023 and then be the starter of the future um, if slash when Cam Robinson is cut next offseason. And it's possible that Harrison starts starts out the season, and if he does well enough, then he'll just play out the entire season for Jacksonville. In terms of whether he'll be on the left or the right side, it's. I don't know if Trent Baalke or Doug Peterson discussed that last night at media availability, but I would guess that Walker Little will be on the left side of the line to start and Anton Harrison will be on the right, and they're going to go from there. Baalke did mention last night that um, Harrison has some positional versatility, and I think it would make a lot more sense if they had Walker Little, who has more NFL experience, obviously, to start out on the blind side. Peterson also mentioned the... Um, fact that the Jaguars wanted to protect Trevor Lawrence, and that seems like a fair priority. I would also add that it seems like the biggest criticism of the pick was less to do with Harrison himself and more of the other options on the board. Nolan Smith from Georgia, Brian Branch from Alabama, and Osiris Torrance from Florida were all still on the board, and those were kind of the two or three guys that a lot of us, myself included, um, expected the Jaguars to target 24th overall, but they were all still available, as well as other top prospects, Miles Murphy from Clemson, Joey Porter Jr. from Penn State, and Michael Mayer from Notre Dame. So there were a lot of options. All of those players were available um, with the 27th pick, and the Jaguars instead prioritized protecting Trevor Lawrence. Um, so some people would say it's panicky coming off the Cam Robinson news, but I think that a Balky said that Harrison was the highest graded player remaining on their board and B, um, in the second round, there's going to be a lot of options for cornerbacks and edge players and not as much for offensive tackles. Um, that's just kind of the way that the class was this year where, Offensive tackle was a lot less deep than edge rusher and cornerback, which are probably Jacksonville's next two biggest needs. So it made sense for them to prioritize getting a trench player in the first round. It's always good to spend your premium picks on premium positions. And with 11 remaining picks in this draft, it would be a shock, frankly, to not see the Jaguars move up in the second round. So that's what we'll be looking forward to tonight or looking for tonight. They could also move back in the third round as well, frankly. Um, targets include Cam Smith from North South Carolina, Keely Ringo from Georgia, the aforementioned Porter Jr. from Penn State are all defensive backs as well as Branch from Alabama. And then edge rushers include Keon White from Georgia Tech, Derek Hall from Auburn, 
BJ Ajulari from LSU. Those are all players, save for Porter Jr., that the Jaguars have shown pre-draft interest in through combine meetings or top 30 visits or things like of that nature. So, a lot going on. Two tradebacks last night. Anton Harrison is a pick. Could be in store for another exciting second night of the NFL draft tonight on Friday. The draft begins at 7 p.m. And again, we will have more analysis for you guys next week. You can check out more content on BigCatCountry.com where I'm publishing a bunch of posts and on JaguarReport.com. Excuse me, SportsIllustrated.com slash NFL slash Jaguars is I believe where you can find Jaguar Report content from John. Until we talk to you guys next time, happy drafting.